in this episode. But Amanda's definitely fatter and she you know, uses a walker and wheelchair and I don't use a wheelchair and a walker in real life, but that's just part of Amanda's persona, I guess. Now that's Amanda Ward describing herself as a cross-dresser of a different variety. Amanda is a gay man who does cross-dress, but also she's a fat patter who is part of the gaining community as well as the mature cross-dresser community, which she'll explain in more detail in this curious conversation with Giselle Marisol. That's me. She comes on the podcast to tell you, the cross-yas listener, that's you, her own personal story in the most matter-of-fact way, too. I fucking loved it, and I'm sure you will as well. Amanda has quite a story to tell, and it's all here on episode 95 of the Cross Yas podcast. So, you ready to hear it? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast with Giselle Mirso. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. I'm your cross-dressing transgender host, Giselle Marisol, who will be your guide to this wonderful but sometimes crazy world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Check out www.crossyaspodcast.com for more information and ways you can support the podcast. Want to chat with me directly, Sierra, or other Cross-Yas listeners? Hit up our Discord, Cross-Yas Confidential, which can also be found on our website. And lastly, if you enjoy Amanda's story, but you have your own story you want to tell that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but wondering to yourself, hmm, I wonder if anyone wants to hear my story or hear what I have to say. Well, hello, you know me and you know the podcast. The answer to your burning question is allowed. Frickin' yes! Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or check out our Discord. And hit me up, Rochi, underscore mochi pound seven three two five i'm excited to talk to you it's the end of february and holy shit i did nine episodes this month holy shit gonna be hard to top moving forward with these many episodes in one month with having the same amount of episodes that i released this month but i'm just happy to be producing and making decent content i keep saying i'll take a break from the podcast but i probably won't I know I have maybe like one or two more curious conversations in my vault, but after that, I don't know, I'm kind of running low on other conversations. So if you want to be on the podcast and have your own story and you want it to be told here, let me know. Email me, Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or hit me up on Discord. Won't say much left here in the introduction. I'm kind of exhausted. I need to rest. Can I just sleep in your bed? So, gonna forgo an intro here and just play my curious conversation with the ever-so-wonderful Amanda. She's not your average cross-dresser, and you'll see why. She's a gay man who enjoys fat padding and is also of the mature cross-dressing variety. Hope you enjoy our chat. It's a good one. Here's episode 95, coming at ya. Happy listening. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the Cross-Yas podcast. What brings you... To the podcast just trying to figure out uh, myself and, and glad to hear i'm not alone in doing all this yeah well welcome to the podcast uh can you first kind of uh introduce yourself to the podcast listeners uh i don't know what you want to know but um amanda i'm 39 years old and been cross-dressing since i was about 11 finally starting to 
I think figure myself out, but I really don't know. What do you mean you don't know, girl? You know who you are, don't you? Uh, sometimes I do wonder. What's there to wonder about? Just why do I do this? Why? Why do I want to be female? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Why do you want to be female, girl? Uh, excellent question. I really don't know. Uh, it's just feel like it's part of me. It's almost like another another side of me that I need to you know express and bring out and and see who I am. Yes, yes. We're all about free expression and being yourself. How do you identify, girl? Are you a cross-dresser? Are you trans? Are you someone who wants to transition? What's your gender identity? Gender identity, I uh, think it's gender fluid. Uh, I thought it was cross-dresser, but more gender fluid. Cross-dresser slash gender fluid, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interchangeable. Right, right. Um, How did it all start for you, Amanda, with your cross-dressing, with your gender identity like where did it all originate from uh i guess it started when i was about 11 i don't know for whatever reason i decided to try on you know mom's and sister's underwear and bra and whatnot it's like okay that, that feels right feel grab a pair of pantyhose and like what i was feeling then decided to go from there and grabbed a skirt and blouse and just kept on going and it's what it is today i don't know it just felt normal yes yes and like, uh, where are you from, uh, Amanda? Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Okay, you still live there now? I do. Awesome, awesome. How is... Well, are, well I'll ask first, are you open about your cross-dressing? Does anyone know about it? Uh, certain people know. I'm not totally open. I don't... I have fr- certain friends that I have told that I'm gender fluid. The ex-boyfriend knows about the uh, female side. That's one reason he and I broke up. He couldn't accept that. Some people know. Family knows. It's more don't ask, don't tell. But they do know. Not my own choosing. They discovered it. But anyway, but yeah, they. some people know. Neighbors okay. know. I go out occasionally. So I guess people, I go out to the store occasionally dressed. And so people, I guess, do know. Okay. Okay. Now, has it been, I guess, hard for you for to tell people? Or was it like an easy process to just be like, oh, I'm Amanda. How do you, <laughs> hi, how to meet you? <laughs> nice to meet you. Um. It's gotten easier over time. You know, when I first started, nobody knew. I didn't tell anybody. And, you know, just like, no, we're not telling anybody. But here lately, I've been telling people I'm gender fluid, and I really don't care what people think. I am who I am, and this is what I do, and you accept it or you don't. Yas, yas. I'm I'm all about that, too. I'm like, I'm myself. Fuck it. Kind of, kind of, (laughs) you just kind of have to deal with it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't go, certain people at work know. I feel one or two, but uh, for the most part, I keep it to myself at work. Really no reason to tell people. Uh, of course, but, of course. And you said you were, had an ex-boyfriend. Are you currently with someone? Do you identify with your sexuality as like heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, something, you know? I'm gay. Sexual? Mm-hmm. I'm gay. Yeah, I had an ex-boyfriend, not with anybody right now. Even, so I guess... If I'm not dressed, I'm gay. I guess if I'm dressed as Amanda, I would be considered straight because I do like guys either way. So on both ends, it's guys only. So I guess, you know, straight, Amanda's straight, and my male side is gay. But yeah, ex-boyfriend couldn't accept Amanda. You know, I laid it on the table when we first started dating. I said, this is who I am. This is what I do. Here's a picture. And for about four months, it was fine. Then he's like, yeah, I just can't get past the Amanda part. How interesting. Was your uh, ex-boyfriend just gay? Like, just gay? Like, he wasn't anything, just purely you know, gay? purely gay, no uh, into masculine men. Um, and I don't cross-dress all the time. So, and I'm like, 
well, this is who I am. You knew this. It's on my dating profile. I don't hide it. Uh, it's not a secret. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want somebody that I'm dating or getting married to. When they come and walk in the door, I don't want them to, yeah, I mean, oh crap, they're home. And I run away. I'm not doing that. I walk in the door and I'm dressed as a mander or my male self, whatever. This is who I am. And I'm not going to hide that. This is, I would not want them to hide anything about them. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. I think if you are who you are and they can't accept you, it's like, well, you know, you, <laughs> it's like, well, I'm sorry. I can't be with you, right? Yeah, I mean, he and I had lunch uh, this past weekend. I told him about the podcast. So he knows, you know, he still asks about Amanda. Do you still do that? And I said, yeah, I still do. So he's not totally foreign to it. Just, he's just here tonight. He just wasn't working out. And um, so, but it, but it's hard when you find, trying to find, find somebody that accepts this because you tell them about Amanda and they like either want sex only or they run away. I'm like, no, I want a long term relationship. This is just a piece of me. This is not the whole me. This is just a piece of who I am. But I am who I am. I totally agree. I totally agree. Now, how did you meet your ex-boyfriend? Uh, through a dating website. Okay, and, and it was already in your profile, so they should have already known about... Um... Oh, yeah. I put it in the profile. I think I put uh, cross-dresser. I mean, put one of the female pictures I had up there in the profile. And so I this person it. still willingly went on a date with you and dated you and knew all oh, about yeah. that? Oh, yeah, we talked about it for a long time. I said, you know, you, you need to know that I do cross-dress occasionally. I said, you know, I'm not, want, I don't want to transition, but I do occasionally bring Amanda around, and I showed him pictures, and we talked about it on a couple of dates, and about four or five months later, it's like, yeah, this is not working out. I can't get past this female part. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I wish he would have told you, like, up front and not waste four months of both of your time to be like, Okay, yeah, well. it would have been nice to kind of, you know, <laughs> he broke my heart. He was my first, first one. I didn't come out as, you know, I didn't accept myself as gay. I'm 39 years old and I didn't come out until I was later in life. So unfortunately, I did not have the experience that, you know, going through high school and college and dating guys. I didn't have that experience until later, but I would, I, that's why it's on the dating profile. Even today, I'm like, this is what I am. This is who I am. Here are the pictures, you know, nothing obscene it's just regular pictures of me every day in the dress and this is what i am but yeah, yeah you're not a waste of time but exactly you're just being yourself <laughs> it's like why, why can't you just accept it it's kind of like well you already knew what you were getting into like <laughs> just kind of ridiculous yeah. but you said you you were were you heterosexual or you didn't come out as homosexual until how old were you i come out as gay to everybody on facebook uh at 37 um parents and sister knew when i was about 23 24. how did they know uh sister i told she uh actually started with the cross-dressing discovery she discovered a pair of pantyhose on the bed um Ooh. and she was asking mom about it and mom's like you need to know the sister found this and okay well the so sister and i had a talk so i sat her down and explained the whole cross-dressing thing and i told her i was gay uh says okay and then Dad was trying to set me up on a date with a colleague at work, and I'm like, "No, we're not doing this. Not into, <laughs> not into female. Thank you." Uh, and so I told him I was gay, and then told mom the same day. And he's like, "Yeah, you need to know I'm gay." Okay. 
Um, okay. Then when I came out on Facebook, about you know at thirty seven, he was like he knew I was gay for about four or five years before that. It was kind of blinders. Don't you know, okay? Don't ask, don't tell. It's just okay. Just keep going. Then I, I was in a dark place in my life, and I needed to tell some more people, so I put it on Facebook. Uh, you need to know I'm gay. This is who I am. Don't you know discriminate against me or my family because this is who I am. And he couldn't accept. He, he, he and I had a. He had said some things that I'm sure he probably regrets, and I've had. I. It's just it wasn't a good place, but it's mm. gotten better. Good, good. It's gotten better. And even this Christmas, he said, "Ah, you find. I hope you and your sister both find somebody you can spend the rest of your life with." It's like, hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, was not was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. But yeah, so Aww. it's uh, well, people uh-huh. know it's just I, I just don't ask, don't tell. I, I kind of don't bring it up. I would, I, and I told him when I come out, I said, I'm not coming out to hurt you or mom. I'm coming out because I needed to do this. And I, you know, to me, it's no different. I want to bring somebody home, just like my, you know, my sister brings somebody home and come out to, su- you know, coming for supper. I want to bring them on a date home. This is, you know, this is, I'm dating so and so. This is who I am. And once you know, want your approval. I'm not asking you to accept it. I'm not asking you to like it. I'm just asking you to be at least, you know, decent and just take me for me. Oh, I mean, that's all. That's all a child wants from their parents, right? Is the acceptance to be yourself. And the hope is your parents will be accepting. But I don't know. Are your parents like super religious, or are they like very, you know, family values kind of people? Family values, not necessarily religious. I would call it more family values, old school, um, right, different right. generations. You know, so it, it, it's the husband, the wife, and the two kids, and the white picket fence. Right, That's right. What they, you know, and they kind of grew up with. So anything outside of that box of the white picket fence kind of thing is like, whoa, wait a minute, you're going against green here. It's like, what's what's this? I don't like this. And part of it, I, I chalk up to being generational. You know, mm-hmm. our generation, yours and mine and everybody else on the podcast, I think part of it's we get it's people are different. But then again, I'm like, wait a minute, this is 2020, almost 2021 now. You know, we are who we are. People are out there more. And it's not hurting you or me. So what? And they're like, well, I don't want it to affect you know, this or your job. And it's like, they don't care. Nobody cares. It's not. It's like it's everything they said it was going to affect is never nothing has come fruition. So it's just kind of worry for not. Yes, girl. Yes, Amanda. Yes. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you're so right. Like, who the hell cares about what the fuck you do? I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, and sometimes parents will say, well, you're hurting, you're hurting, you're hurting your family. And I'm like, you, you know, like, wait, what? How, how am I hurting the family? Like no, yeah. you're you're just doing what you want to do, and you're happy. Like I'm happy. What's, That's what's the main thing. That? And if I had a kid, you know, I, son or daughter, and okay, they were male at birth, female at birth. But if, hey, daddy, I'm gay. Okay, great. Who's the lucky guy? Daddy, you want to wear <laughs> exactly. a dress? Well, come on, let's go. We'll get your dress. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you're not hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody else. I don't care what you do. There's a lot more things in life to worry about than if you wear a dress or not, if you date a guy or not. Who cares? And I just, 
I only hope that, you know, the future generations get that. I mean, because we're here, we're out, we're proud, and we're not going away. Yes, yes. And and I, I hope that people don't equate your cross-dressing or, I mean, you're kind of like the, <laughs> you're kind of everything, right? You're gay, you're, you cross-dress, you're, you live, I don't know, and you live, you know, you have like unaccepting parents. You've got like, you know, you got like, not the short end of the stick, but you've got a lot of issues that the current generation doesn't accept, right? So how do you kind of like just deal with that, right? How do you deal with it? Uh, well, I don't live at home anymore. So that's what, that's one thing I can put the dress in the closet and not have to hide it in the bag in the box or, you know, in the back of the closet. It's out there. It's, it's there and I live by myself, so I don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's probably the biggest thing. It's just like, and I just keep doing what I'm doing. And, and basically I'm just showing them say, Hey, yeah, I'm still here and nothing's changed and I'm doing my life and I'm living life and I've got a full-time job and my own house, my own car, and just being, I guess, what people would call successful in life. Yes. I mean, you're independent. You have a job. You do your own thing. And, you you know, you, you might be gay. You might cross-dress. But you're not, you're not a dysfunctional human being, you know? People might think that or equate that like, oh, well, you cross-dress. You must be this kind of person. Or, oh, you're gay. You must be this kind of person. You're like, wait, no, I'm, I'm just me. <laughs> I'm living my life. Like, what's wrong yeah, with that? Yeah, I mean, I've... You know, I'm not, I'm not one of those to, you know, flaunt it in, in people's faces, but I will not hide it. I, you know, walk in the car and sometimes I'll go out to eat, you know, dressed or go get, you know, something to, you know, at McDonald's or whatever, but I'm not, uh, so the neighbors know, the neighbors seen it definitely, but you know, Amanda's who Amanda is. And have you gotten bad experiences or kind of bad reactions from people who have seen you dressed up as Amanda? Not necessarily bad reactions, but different reactions because Amanda is a, you know, I don't think we've talked about this yet, but Amanda's, uh, she's 39 in real, I'm 39 in real life, but Amanda's a little Mm -hmm. bit different. Amanda's older. If you can introduce Amanda to the podcast, can you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, Amanda's 79 years old, disabled. She's a Southern, what I call a Southern great grandma from 1940s. Older lady, you know, tucks you in at night. She's an elderly, mature lady, and she's plump, and she's fat, and she's disabled, and that's who Amanda is. Yeah, so you are the opposite of Abby. <laughs> you don't want to be to- the baby. Yeah, crush. totally opposite, opposite Abby, and uh, don't want to be the street hooker uh, that some people find interesting. I'm, I'm like, no, totally different than that. I want to be the great grandma. Yeah, and, I'm the street uh, hooker girl. That's me. I want to be the whore. Let me be the whore. Be the whore. <laughs> yeah. The uh, great, you know, like I said, the great grandma. The fatter I am, the fat, the, the better I feel. And I don't know if it's because I was so skinny growing up. I didn't, you know, always got made fun of. So I don't know if that's part of it. So that's why I like Ooh. padding myself to be fat. You know, pillows and blankets and whatnot. But the great grandma, it's like, okay, this is. I find comfort in that. Right. And 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 finding someone. Not, I don't necessarily need them to participate with me. But I just, like I said, I don't want them to, I don't have to run away when they walk in the door. Oh, shit, they're home. Right, right. Run, hide. I'm going to rip everything off. Get the makeup off. Hop in the shower real quick. Do whatever. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Right. I want to be able to walk in the door. I'm at the sink washing dishes. Hi, Amanda. I'm home. Hi, how are you? Okay. And and that's the end of story. Mm. You know, it's just, I don't want to hide who I am. And you should not have to hide who you are. 
like it's my my own house and that's who I am. I it's I wish I understood it a little bit better than that, but I've I've yet to figure out. And I don't know if that was part of the reason that X and I broke up because Amanda was a, was a great grandma. He mm. could accept my male side does enjoy padding to be fatter than I am. It's part of the gaining community. Mm. Um, as a you know, as a gainer, you have feeders. You had you know people like enjoy being fed, being being you know being the, shoving the food down the throats. I enjoy padding myself with pillows and blankets and clothes to make myself look fatter than I am. So that is one kink that I have. The only kink I have, really. But I don't know if the, you know, and Amanda wants to be fat. So I don't think it's related to that. But then again, it is. Mm. Um, it's just, but Amanda's definitely fatter and she, you know, she uses a walker and wheelchair and I don't use a wheelchair and a walker in real life, but that's just part of Amanda's persona, I guess. Interesting. Is there a name for what you do or is there something? I, I actually don't know anything about it. What, what, what else can you tell me about this? As far as the only thing I can find that really matches it closely is mature crossdresser. Mm-hmm. And then the padding is part of the gaining community. And it's, um, and it's called the gaining community? Gaining, G-A-I-N-I-N-G. There's a whole community out there that people that want to be fatter. And mm. they'll eat, you know, massive amounts of food and calories and, and boost drinks and anything they can get fatter. Some people don't want to do that. They just want to pad up with pillows and blankets and, you know, to look fatter. Mm-hmm. Um. Some people are just, you know, are just admiring. So there's a whole community out there about that. And I, and, but as far as Amanda being older and whatnot, I don't, the best thing I can find that describes it is the mature, mature cross-dresser. Interesting. Because to me, when I, cause I, you know, when I look up cross-dressing and I see in one of the subsets for porn, because, you know, I'm in a porn, um, there's always that mature cross-dressing um, aspect. But to me, I just thought it meant people who are older like 55 or 60 not saying that's old but you know that's that's what i assumed that it was but you're saying that it could be more of it Mm -hmm. there is a there is a subset of people that you know there are there are you know real life they're older people that you know older guys that want to dress as a female and address their age and there is a you know but there is also a subset of cross-dressers that I do know one or two that, you know, are actually, you know, 30 plus or whatever. And they're like, no, I want to be older. I want to be, you know, the elderly lady. You know, hearing aids and, and, and wheelchairs and walkers and, and all the medical problems that come with aging. But, yes, yeah, there is a subset out there. It's a very small subset. It's not well known, but there is a small subset out there that are people that do enjoy this. The, every like it's so fascinating to me because when you first told me about it i was like oh that's super interesting because i just interviewed abby and i just released the episode out and then you're telling me oh i like dressing like an older person and i'm like huh i wonder how that relates so when you were younger did you always know you wanted to be an older person or did it all of a sudden like spark up once you found out you know when you were 23 that you're like oh i, I think i'm gay I like cross-dressing, but, like, did you find, like, oh, I like wearing older people, like, I don't know if there's a such thing, but, like, older people's attire or something like that. Yeah, where did I, that... Uh-huh. I don't know where it come from because in part of it is, you know, I used to take 
baby powder in my hair and told mom, oh, I, I tripped and it landed in my head. So I, you know, used to take baby powder and try to make my hair grayer. Um, mm-hmm. used to dress up as Santa when I was, you know, you know as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also part of this, like, no, grandma, you know, played at grandma's house and grandma had wigs in her trunk. And so I played with some of that. So I don't know if it comes from that or it just finally comes out and finally just starting to fi- figure out my style. And my style is the 1940s mm. great grandma. Hmm. So I don't know exactly where it comes from. I have talked to other people and they have also said the sort of the same thing. Like, we don't know where this comes from, but that's just where I feel comfortable when I look in the mirror. This is who I see. So if mm-hmm. anybody is out there that does mature cross-dressing, you're not alone. Yeah. You know, people, yeah. you know, that's another thing. You're, you're not alone in all this. Mm-hmm. There are people out there. It's just a matter of, it, I wish more people, I wish it was an easy way to make connections and people would stop judging other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for just like when I grew up cross-dressing and liking like pantyhose and liking... I don't necessarily like makeup, but like just the feminine aspect or being different than what I was. And like you don't, you like you were talking about, like you don't know where to go. And you, especially before the internet and just liking something and seeing everyone around you who are, who are so-called normal. And you're like, am I weird for wanting to like this? Or, yeah. and especially with you, you were talking about how your parents were like, oh, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. But now they're a little more accepting, slowly more accepting. It took a couple of years, right? Maybe a decade or so. And luckily with the internet, you can have some sort of support system. And even with this podcast, I mean, we don't go deep into like certain subsets. I mean, you could be, we're pretty niche, but <clears throat> I guess even mature cross-dressing or ABDL cross-dressing is super niche or even further niche. But just having like a resource to go to like with this podcast is something that I hope who, someone hears your story and is almost like, Oh my God, I so relate with Amanda. I didn't have the exact same feelings because I'm sure that's what you felt by listening to this. Maybe that listening to the podcast, finding maybe a little bit of support. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, I, I did find support groups here in uh, Virginia that I've mm. gone to and I've gone, you know, I do, I do go there dressed as Amanda mm. and they're like, if that's what you are, come on, we don't care. Mm-hmm. And they truly don't care in the aspect. They don't care. They don't care, but they don't care what you show up as. If you're happy, mm-hmm. uh, you're not hurting yourself. You're not, you know, it's just, but I wish there was a, I wish more people would come out and say, yes, I want to be a mature crossdresser. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm 30, you know, two years old in real life, but I like to be 89 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to be able to find somebody that actually can do a full-fledged makeover that does, you know, well, yeah, I don't want to be 32. I, I don't want to be 39. I want to be 89. Make me over as an 89-year-old great-grandma. And that's, they're like, what? Huh? And so, <laughs> and you're right. There's not people out there that, if they, people find it weird. But it's not. Yeah, it's, it's only weird if you think it's weird. Like, if you yourself thought it was weird and tried to, like, deny it you know how a lot of homosexual people a lot of transgender people a lot of religions kind of who still practice it like conversion gender conversion therapy and all these things that you know don't start on that one (laughs) i know right well let's get into it what what do you know about gender conversion therapy has have they have people tried it on you have what have you nobody's tried it on me i have i have heard about it and read the research on it i'm like yeah you cannot change this it took me you know it's taken me forever to accept who i am (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. What I am. I tell people all the time, I say, well, when you look in the mirror, who are you attracted to? Guys, girls, okay. Who you who you see when you look in the mirror? Man, woman, okay, well, that's it. That's simple. And that and that was on Oprah a couple years ago also. And it's like, that explanation is very, very simple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people think, and I think people are trying to make it more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. They try to they try to put people in a box, and yeah. some people won't fit in boxes. Uh, well, not all of us are fit in the same box. We're not, you know, in what's normal? Well, mm-hmm. that ain't normal. Well, what is normal? Identify right. normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. What ain't that? Well, how do you know it's not that? <laughs> how do you know there are other people in the world that don't cross dress that are that are they're the not normal ones? We right. cross-dressers are the normal ones. <laughs> right. It's probably because we're not, we, <laughs> I like to see it as like, uh, I think, I don't know if I heard it from something like, you're kind of like a superhero, right? You are this person that has something that not everybody else has. If you're a cross-dresser, if you're trans, if you're gender non-binary, because the majority of people aren't that way, right? It's, we're a small, tiny subset or a tiny part of the population that is into what we're into. You, like you said, it's really hard to find people like you, right? Yeah. You can't and, find... And many, and many years ago, the Native mm-hmm. American community and a lot of tribes uh, had people that were called two-spirited. Mm-hmm. They had spirits of male and female. And they were revered and respected members of the tribe because they could see both sides. Mm-hmm. And for many years, they were, you know, very respected within their appropriate tribes. And 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 I kind of like, you know, we see both sides. We see the male side. We see the female side. We we get why it takes so long to get ready. <laughs> right, know? right. Yes, yeah, your husband. It's okay. You take him dress shopping. He will. He won't mind looking at that new dress. I mean, what, right. Most people are like, oh god, you're going shopping. I'm I'm staying home. Oh, can I come? <laughs> you got exactly. you got a person to model this stuff on. They won't mind standing it up and saying, oh, well, let me pin the dress real quick. Okay, here I'll try it on for you. Exactly. So I see it as. We're the special ones, and you guys are weird. <laughs> you know, we may not be normal. It's because we're special or we're different, and it allows right. us being different. Like you said, with the two spirit people and with people who are not necessarily you know normal, have this opportunity to, and 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 it's like it's unfortunate whether you want it or not. Right? <laughs> Is that you're going to be seen as different, and it's whether or not you take it as whether you see it as like oh as a as a as a crutch or you see it as like a step up it's up to you right it, it's yeah, it's how it, you it really it. is up to you are you going to let it keep you down are right. you going to say hell with what everyone else thinks and says this is who i am i'll kick the door open accept mm-hmm. it fine don't fine but i'm here and i'm moving forward with my life mm-hmm. and i want you to be there with me otherwise bye bye and I'm gonna find someone who can. Mm-hmm. And and I know that's hard for some people to accept that families cannot be there with them. The family does not want to be there. They have kicked them out, or they don't. They disowned them, which I, I don't mm-hmm. understand. How can you disown your child? Your child is hurting. Your child is like needs you, and you're saying, right. "Well, I don't accept you. You're not normal. Goodbye. I don't want to ever see you again." How do you think you do that? I agree. It's like this is your own blood. <laughs> you know, like this is your child who you raised and all of a sudden they do this one thing or they are this one thing that they had no control over. And it's, 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 you've done it. It's, it was always <laughs> been like this. Right. They're just finally telling you who they are. 
Right. And you just and your phone you ripped the band-aid off and said, This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's like being gay. It's like, oh, I walked in on Bobby and Billy kissing. I didn't realize Bobby was gay. Because they're not yeah. best friends, they're boyfriends. Oh, yeah. They're twenty one, yeah. twenty two years old and they're boyfriends, not necessarily what you thought were, but so what changes? Nothing. Ask them what they want to eat for lunch. Go fix them a sandwich. Let's go. <laughs> I love how matter of fact you are, Amanda. You are amazing by just saying that. Let's go. Let's get a dress. Let's go. Like, yes, that's how it should be. That's how it should. It should be like, you know, just another thing. Not this whole fucking thing that people make it out to be. Where like, you know, it has to be a whole spectacle. Like, oh, my God, you're gay. Oh, no, we've got to do this or this. And it's like, no, Amanda's gay. Leave her be. She likes to dress like an old lady. That's fine. Is she happy? Yeah. Okay, then. What else can we do? What else is out there? What's what's on TV today? Or, you know, what's what's for dinner? Like, who cares? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, who the fuck cares? It's like... <laughs> but, you know, like you, you were saying, though, being public about Amanda and trying to, I think we've talked about this, trying to find a potential partner has been difficult. Is that true? Oh, absolutely has. I mean, because like I said, I, I, the first one I dated, you know, I broke up. And the people, other people I've dated, it's like, they hear about Amanda, oh, God, I'm running away. Or it's, oh, I only want sex and I don't want to ever see you again. Mm, no, yikes. I'm not just into the sex thing. Thank you. Yeah, I hope it comes out of a long-term relationship. I'm looking for something long-term. I'm not looking to wham, bam, thank you, sir, and move on. No, we're not doing that. Right, right. And it, 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 it is hard. And I think, you know, it's hard dating as a gay person, first of all. But finding somewhere, I don't, and I've never understood this within the gay community. Yeah, people that are even gay that are also cross dressed. But sometimes in our own community of being gay, we are so cruel to others that don't look like us, that don't have the six pack of abs and don't have the beach blonde hair and, and, and the, you know, model body. It's like, so what? And it's like, people are different. People, you know, we kind of be really boring if everyone's the same. Yep. And it's like, this is who we are. You like this? Okay, fine. I don't like this, but I'll support you in it. It's just, yeah. We're all, we're all different books. I agree. I agree. And so for dating now, I mean, with, the, with your ex, are you still doing the same things? Are you still posting pictures of Amanda on your dating profiles just to be upfront oh, about yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm very upfront about it. This is what it is, and this is who I am. And Because like I said, I'm not going to sit there and hide it. I don't want to be one of the, and, and, and for whatever reason, I'm not judging other people, but there are a lot of people out there will go dating, they get married, and 25 years later, they finally tell their spouse, oh, honey, I need to dress as a woman. I'm sorry, that's the other clothes you found. I'm not, I'm not cheating on you, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're going to know up front. Before the first date, you will know who I am. Right. You will know everything about me. I'm I'm gonna be an open, complete open book to you. Uh and you wanna waste my time? Don't, because this is who I am. You can right. accept it. And we and, and and I don't do this all the time. You know, I don't cross dress, I don't you know, pat myself up, I don't be Amanda all the time. It's only one small piece of the pie. And that's what people I don't seem to understand is that just because your loved one cross dresses that's just one piece of them. There's still another huge piece that done. Right. And maybe they do cross-dress 50-50. Maybe they do cross-dress every day, all day. 
so what? There's they don't they also have other things they're interested in, and that's just one small piece of that pie. So mm-hmm. you know you get you got to take them with what they add, you know, accept them. You know, all we want to do is just be loved. We want to find somebody that you know. Human beings are meant to have be with others. We're not meant to be. We're not alone creatures. We're not mm-hmm. meant to be alone. And we just want to be accepted for who we are. I agree. I agree. Have you ever thought of leaving Virginia, girl? Because there's so many gay men and more accepting people here on the West Coast. I mean, there, I'm sure there are people. I have, of- I have, you know, how many times <laughs> I have thought about saying, you know what? I'm going to pack the house, pack my car, pack the truck, houses for sale, and move. If I <laughs> knew, if I had a job and I knew where I was going to live, I knew how I was going to make money, I'd probably mm-hmm. do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> but when you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from, you don't know where you're going to live that night. You don't have that. You don't have that guarantee. Yeah. It's kind of hard to leave what you already have. Right. Right. What do you do for a living girl? Uh, work in healthcare. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really hard right now with COVID and whatnot. And I mean, even dating I'm sure right now is really hard. It's like the hardest time to want to date and then come out about your cross dressing and then all these like uncertainties, right? That it's really oh, yeah. hard. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, you almost kind of think kind of, kind of like, okay, we're not going to be dating for a while. Yeah. Uh, I'll <laughs> yeah. talk to you by phone. I'll talk to you by Skype or talk to you by Google Hangout or whatever. It's like, no, nah, we're not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and sometimes, but then again, it's like, you know what? We just got to be cautious and wash our hands and wear a mask over the mouth and nose at all times. Don't do the chin bra thing. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, the chin strap. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah, wear the mask properly. And just go about your life because you cannot stop living just because of COVID's here. Right. You got to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you can't stop living. You can't live in a padded room all your life. Right. A lot of people are, though. A lot of people are scared. They are. But yeah. do your research. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, and you go into Facebook and listen to your crazy cousin talk in Yak is not research. <laughs> Uh, you'd be surprised. Some people think that's enough. They're like, oh, no, no, no. See, on Facebook. Uh, talk, are, talk to those of Helen. us that you and I work in healthcare. Talk to those of us that work in healthcare. We tell you what's going on. Yeah, we see the ICUs. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes, we do. We walk through there every day. We see it. Yeah, people. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to probably release this in like probably March or April, and I'm sure COVID will still be a problem. So it's crazy. It's Yep. It's crazy out there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's probably hard to date. The, the The nice thing about this podcast is that it's out. The problem is like I wanted to hold a bunch of events for people who've been on the podcast, go out and I was going to, tra- I, mean, I wouldn't say travel, but I would want to go out and meet other listeners, you know, because I'm sure people this listen to this podcast like you in Virginia and I've had people in like New York, people in Florida, people in Texas. You know, I would love to do like a cross yes tour and like meet people. But well, with COVID and like all this stuff, because it's been hard. You can, and, you can still do that. Do a yeah, cross yes tour. Do a Google Hangout. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, and I've talked to Sierra about this. It's, it's as much as I w- love talking online. Girl, I'm, I am like technology out. You see me on Discord. I'm like, the, the, this issue here, this issue there. I, I want to meet people. I miss hugging people. I miss like, you know, yeah. <laughs> physical contact is. I'm sure you know too. Like you miss that, you know, outside of oh, work. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, just hugging, maybe to hug a guy, kiss a guy. It's like okay, I'm, I miss the, you know, just yeah. being, you know, just holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that simple. 
And, I, I, and that's what COVID's taken away from us is that human interaction. I know we can't do it right now because obviously, you know, COVID, but it's like, fuck, last time I ever hugged a person that wasn't outside of Kirsten, so the, the fiance's, I don't know, her, you know, her, her dad or her mom, but that's just because we see each other all the time. But a friend or like a, a stranger and, I, and faces, I haven't seen people's faces in, fuck, feels like forever. <laughs> Yeah, well, when all this is over, we're going to have masks taken off, and it's like, wait a minute, you got to have a mask? No, we don't. It's actually better. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, one day that will happen again. But uh, right day, now, yeah. you know, it's, you do what you got to do. I know. I know. And I would love to see Amanda in person. You know, I would love to hang out with Amanda in person. She can give me a hug, bake me some cookies, read me a story. I'd fucking love that. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Ugh. And I would, I'm sure whoever's going to listen to this is also probably in somewhat of the, someone in your boat, someone at the same boat, same with her, the ABDL person. I had at least two or three people who are ABDLs reach out to me and say, oh my God, you've also like, that's there. She's living my life. Like I live that life. Like, whoa. So that's kind of cool. Like that's me. That's who I am. Yes. 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 You're not alone. And that's, yeah. and that's why I really appreciate you doing this. Mm-hmm. No problem. Uh, and talking about it and, and, and getting it out there and telling people, yes, we are here. Because mm. I think that's part of the, like, I think you have said it on the podcast before, you got to advertise we are here. This is who we are. We are out there. Mm-hmm. We're your brothers and sisters and family and, and, and husbands and wives and, and, and we are part of you. Yeah. And, and, and it's, people need to stop like dehumanizing people who are cross-dressers, who are trans, who are ABDLs, who are you know, mature cross-dressers who, or people who want to be themselves. Like the thing with like cross-dressers or trans people, or like I said, any of these people is that you look at them as less than human, or you look at them as less, as less normal, or just like some abstract being. It's like, no, they're, they're human beings first with feelings. They just are into this certain thing or certain whatnot. Like, Look at look at the the classic term nerd, right? Remember Revenge of the Nerds, and people are like ostracize these nerds, and they're like, oh no, look, these nerds are actually cool, and they're doing stuff. And oh yeah, they're you know, taking they're, over the world now. Look at you know, look yeah, at, exactly. You look know, at look at Facebook and Google and YouTube exactly. and Twitter and all this but, other stuff. But like, it wasn't yeah, that. Look, long. look at me now. You made fun of me. Now yeah. look at me. I'm I've got billions and billions of dollars, and you don't. Exactly. It wasn't that long ago that that was what 20, 30 years ago that we would make fun of nerds and say. No, look at these people. They're fucking weird. They're, look at them typing. Look at them programming. Look at them like carrying books. Look at them reading. Like you would make fun of knowledge. <laughs> like what? How do, uh, looking back, it's like wow, these people are actually making fun yeah. of smart people. But and knowledge is power now. I mean, that's my whole thing. Exactly. You, know, you know, even going to the library and getting a library card—that's your ticket to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's where mm-hmm. people on the podcast, y- y'all, you know, y'all need to go out and and read. Books, educate yourself mm-hmm. about your loved ones. Educate yourself. Ask them questions. Don't judge. Just ask questions. And it's okay if you don't understand them. We're right. not asking you to understand ourselves overnight. It's taken us, you know, it's taken me almost 39 years, right? you know, to understand myself. Right. I'm not expecting you to understand me overnight. I'm not expecting you to understand your loved one overnight. But just accept them for who they are and 
and just willing to say, okay, you know what? I don't understand this. Billy, why you want to be Jane? But if that's who you want to be, I'm going to try to educate myself, and I will support you in every way possible. What can right. I do to help you? Mm-hmm. If that means doing female programs, do your best. Yeah, you're going to mess up. It's okay. But do mm-hmm. your best to do female pronouns. Right. Yeah, the he, they. So, I mean, I still fuck up on the they part because just when I see they, I'm just like, no, it's it's he, no, it's he, no, it's they, it's they. <laughs> yeah, it, it is different. You know, he, she, z, we, they, there. Mm-hmm. It is different. But, uh, you know, just. Just accept people for who they are and, and willing to learn. That's the main thing. Just have an open yep. mind. Yep. You know, we're not asking you to, you know, be everything and know everything because we, hell, we still don't know everything. I don't know anything about everything about this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of my podcast, I talked to Sarah about this by talking about stuff and like learning from other people's experiences. I think we become more educated as a community, not just cross-dressers or trans people, but you know, or, or anyone in the LGBTQ spectrum. It's just everyone's learning, and that's how we become better human beings for the next generation, right? For our yeah. future, because it's that's what, what it is. It, I mean, it's like you know, it's like all technology. You you got to get on the train with technology. If you don't, you can get left behind. There is no option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People still using flip phones. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I still don't thing. understand that. It's like, how do you even, do you even <laughs> buy those now? Right, right. It's just like, come on now. How do you take selfies on that crappy phone? You got to get a got to get a real phone. <laughs> yeah, get an Android, get an Apple, something. Something exactly, anything, anything that takes better photos. You can't be a crossdresser or trans person and not have a good phone. Come on, get with it. Come on, guys, let's get with it. <laughs> yep. Dang, girl, I, I I'm so glad you came on the podcast. This has been really. Really awesome. I mean, well, thank you for having me on here. I just, uh, God. I'm really excited to this. And even the ex boyfriend has said, I want to hear this when it's done. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a story and your story is valid. And I'm sure everyone will want to hear it because it's a, it's different and it's different. And it's, it gives a voice to the other mature cross dressers out there who aren't old by age, but want to be, if that's how they present or they wish to present. And if it makes you happy, you know, people don't know about this and they should. And hopefully your future boyfriend will hear this and will be like, yes, where is Amanda? I want to date her. <laughs> and I'm also hoping, too, that, you know, that, that people realize that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I want to be this old lady. Why do I want? I'm, I'm alone and I, I, I'm weird. I'm going to put this away. No, don't put it away. Put it on, wear it proudly, and you're not alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Fuck. Yes. Damn, girl. Love it. I fucking love this. I love this. Um, so we'll have to do this again some other time, too. This, is, uh, this has been really fun. Yes. We'll definitely do this again. And I don't want to take too much of your time for today, but I'll edit this, girl. I'll send you some Q&A. So give me your email, and I'll send you some Q&A questions so you can answer it. Give me your um, message to you. Yeah, that's fine. Message to me. Yeah. And uh, before we go, you know, I end all my um, interviews, at least the first ones, <laughs> with the question of in a perfect world of cross-dressing sexuality and gender, Amanda, what does that world look like to you? In a perfect world, to be able to walk out the door, have your neighbor wave at you, to hold the hand of your loved one, go to the store, live your life, and people not say a thing, they don't stare, they don't do anything, they don't laugh, they don't point, they just treat you as a human being. Yes. 
I mean, that's all it, all we want, right? Everybody, every, everyone in the world just wants to be treated like a human being. That's all it comes down yeah. to. I love it, Amanda. Thank you so much. Um, sorry Thank for all you. the, sorry for all the technology stuff <laughs> issues. Sorry, right. I got nothing else better to do tonight. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much, girl. So, all right. All right, girl. Pleasure talking to you. I love you. I love your story, girl. You are amazing. You're great. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that's it for this week's episode and my curious conversation with Fat Patter, mature crossdresser, and just lovely individual, Amanda. I fucking loved how matter-of-fact she was. I mean, I talked about that already, but she just wants to live her life and hopes you, the crossy yas listener, lives your own life the best way you see fit, no matter what that means to you. I found her very unique and a different voice from the many other cross-dresser or transgender guests we've had on this podcast, in that she was a mature cross-dresser and, which is even crazier to me, was that she identified as a gay man who cross-dresses. Because you usually hear of heterosexual men who want to cross-dress, but... Here's Amanda, who is a gay man that enjoys cross-dressing. Things could change in her journey, but as of now, that's where she stands. But that's her journey, and if you have your own journey you'd like to share on the podcast, maybe you relate to Amanda's story or anyone else's story you've heard here on the podcast, well, again, tell me your story. You know how to reach me. Email me, Giselle at CrossCyasPodcast.com. DM me on Instagram at podcast, or hit me up on Discord, Rochi underscore Mochi pound 7325 still have a question of the month who was your first crush and why and i still have a wife kirsten who can be found on instagram at the crossdressers wifey so you can hit her up too if you're bored and yeah it's almost march and i'll see what i can post next week if i'm not too tired but that's all for this week i'll probably see you on discord if you'd like to chat but otherwise until next time keep it fresh stay blessed and remember you're gorgeous Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.